you know, you'll figure out what your expenses are and your profits and what kind of margins you have and all that stuff. If you can set it up so that you're setting some of your business revenues aside as well, mm-hmm. because you do need to have, you need to be profitable if you're running a business. So, mm-hmm. uh, in, and as a person, you know, you can flip that on, on its axis too. And you can say, as a person, I want to be profitable. I w- you should run your finances like a business, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of correlations there. Hey, hey, Freedom Fighters, welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast, the only place where military members, veterans, and their families learn how to build wealth through real estate investing. I'm your host, Mike Foster, and I'm here to show you how to stop wasting your benefits. Now get off your ass, step up to the firing line, and make ready for today's lesson. Shooter, stand by. Did you hear that? That was the sound of my new Igloo Home Lock. This thing is awesome, guys, all right? If you've got a vacation rental that you need a lockbox for, or if you're a real estate agent and you need something for your listings that you can control from your phone, you guys need to check this product out. I love the app, I love the look, it's so sleek, and it even has a way for you to charge the device in case the batteries die on it. Guys, I'm telling you, this thing is great, and if you want 15% off, you can get it with the code ADPI. Go ahead and click the link in the show notes page to go and check out your new Igloo Home lockbox and get 15% off with the code ADPI, and you will be impressed, all right? I'm so excited to use this, guys, and I will catch you guys in the show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast. We have an amazing guest here today, Ryan Ganaw from the Military Wallet. I'm so excited to interview him. We got Kevin, my co-host here. What's going on, bro? How you doing? Yeah, what's up, man? Uh, Big things happening uh, within ADPI community, obviously. We're working on some awesome stuff for for everyone in the community, you know, on the podcast. And then we're doing calculators and we're doing action journals and we're doing... Oh, we're doing a brand new Emria. We're doing like all of this awesome content stuff. So if you're in the community right now, if you're brand new to this community, get all the free resources you can get and, and then just like wait for everything to just change and be that much cooler. Cause we're getting to a point now where it's just like awesome. But oh, then no. personally, I am, uh, I'm making some moves in the mobile home park, uh, space, put an offer in on a, uh, 21 pad, uh, today. That's so, cool. uh, I'll see what goes on with that. And I'm finishing up a rehab at one of my, uh, one of my quad plexes. So we're doing that and things are good, man. Quarantined. Things are good. I love it. I love it. That's it, man. Moving and shaking. If you guys aren't moving and shaking right now, right. While things are, you know, off, while you have so much time at home, you're wasting it. If you're just sitting at home watching Netflix, you know, uh, just, you know, playing with your phones, right. Watching Facebook or scrolling through the, um, the TikTok feeds. You know, I got oh. a TikTok account by the way, <laughs> randomly. I know I'm gonna try to figure out how to, uh, how to, how to market. I need on to it, see you on there. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm not, I don't spend any time on, on social media, bro. It's, you know, it. <laughs> it's, my <problem. laughs> it's my problem, whatever. Right. But anyway, listen guys, we gotta, we, we gotta uh, move into this interview. We have an amazing guest here, Ryan Gana again from Military Wallet. This guy is the master of 
finance, everything from getting you ready to invest to even just getting you solidified, right? To getting, helping you remove your debt. You know, he just he's, he's, he's a phenomenal guy. We're super excited to have him here. Ryan, how are you doing, man? Doing great, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. Oh, man. It's our honor and it's our pleasure. I'm super excited. And you're military, right? You you've, were in the trenches, man. You've done it. So tell us a little bit about your military background and maybe how you got into this whole personal finance world. Yeah. So uh, I joined, I, I did a year of college and I kind of got bored. So I was like <laughs> looking, looking for that next adventure, right? So Love joined it. the Air Force and man, it was it was more than I anticipated it ever could be. Man. Wait, 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 wait. Air Adventure Force. in the Air Force? <laughs> <Yeah>. What? How <laughs> does that even make sense? Yeah, so. <laughs> what, what was your uh, AFSC? Tell me your AFSC. I, I, the AFSC is, uh, I was aircraft maintenance. So, oh, that right. is an adventure. So I did. 14-hour shifts, uh, let's go. Yeah, those suck. <laughs> uh, so six and a half years. I, I signed for six. I did a. Uh, six month extension so I could deploy because our, our unit was down a man. So I had no plans. Why not? Right. Yeah, so six and a half years, I had a one year special duty assignment, um, five deployments, several TDYs. Um, I went to five continents, 30 something countries. Nice. Uh, in, awesome. in that time I got my degree, uh, took night classes or when I was deployed, I took online classes. And by the time my uh, commitment was up man, I was just burned out. So mm. I, you know, I punched, uh, went in the civilian world, got a civilian job and realized I didn't know anything about personal finance. I didn't know anything about 401ks, health insurance, life insurance, mortgages, right. uh, veterans mm-hmm. benefits, you name it. Holy now this world. was a long time ago. I'm old. So, uh, <laughs> you're not that old, man. Give I'm 40 now. Man. So, um, <laughs> yeah, come on. It's like 10 years older than me. That's not bad. <laughs> well, it was 10 years. A lot, a lot can happen. But, um, <laughs> so I didn't know anything. Right. And, and when you don't know anything, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to, you know, pull the wool over your eyes and, and just forget about it. Or you're going to dig in. And I dug in and I, I realized I needed to keep myself accountable. So I started a website and, uh, you know, and then I started another website and now I have a few of them. This is what I do full time now. Nice. So awesome. uh, the military wallet came from that and another website called cash money life. It talks about personal finance and investing military wallet does the same, but it also talks about military and veterans benefits. Love it. So that got me started and I just kept an online journal, a blog, if you will. And that's just, I, I just kept becoming curious, right? So the more curious you are, the more you pull on that string, the more you're going to learn. And uh, that's how I got started. I was out of the military for eight and a half years. And then I joined the Air National Guard. Uh, and that was about five and a half, almost six years ago now. So nice. um, I've been doing that for a while. And I've got uh, just over 12 years in now. So I'm, I'm working toward that okay, retirement, man. still doing it, but okay. uh, still able to do my civilian job okay. uh, running these websites. So nice. yeah, it's, it's not a standard career by any means, but but it's right. been good. I wouldn't trade any of it. Uh, that's that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I like. I kind of like what you, you said there. You were going in, and you're like, "Well, you can either pull the wool over your eyes, or you can dig in." And the majority of people just say, "Meh, this is how it goes," and, and you know, and, and just and, and whatever, and, and kind of stick their head in the uh, stick their head in the sand, and yeah. then you know, <clears throat> but to to go and actually build a website and hold yourself accountable, and I know what that's like. I'm building my own website right now. I've been doing it for this last month that we've been, you know, on quarantine and I mean, I'm putting 10 hour days in, I'm building it from scratch, coding it myself. I'm about over it. (laughs) But like, I'm just saying, I know that work that you put into doing one of those and 
you learn so like I have learned so much by just doing it and watching YouTube videos. And it's, uh, it's really cool that you're, you're able to do that. And then you focus that on, on, on military and finances. It's just awesome. Quick, quick question. What would you say is the importance of having a website? You know, I guess now, especially in 2020. Yeah. So if, if you're going to be a business and you want people to find you, a website is the best way, right? Uh, it's, and if you get good at things like search engine optimization or SEO, then you can be found by people on Google or uh, Bing or Yahoo or any of these major search engines. And that becomes free traffic to your website free because you're not paying for it, but you got to put a lot of work in, in there yeah, to get to it. But, right. uh, you know, you, you don't need a website if you're just going to be, um, you know, a single family home investor, you don't necessarily need that. But if you're going to be putting yourself out there and turning things into a business, if you want to put yourself forward, if you want to have other investors that you're working with, then building a website is going to be your business card in the modern era, right? So anybody can find that. And you don't have to put, um, you know, you know, Kevin is, is you, you said putting tons of hours into it. Look, yeah. you can get, you can get a pretty, uh, basic setup very quick and easy. There are free mm-hmm. websites you can do through mm-hmm. like wordpress.com. But yeah, there's, there's a lot yeah. of templates and things you can do that will cut your time down. So you don't have to hand code. You don't have to learn a lot. Honestly, I, I started all this without knowing any bit of code and I, I broke things <laughs> many times, <laughs> but I mean, that's part of learning, right? So you learn how to rehab a house. You don't know how to do it to start with. You just go, mm-hmm you go break stuff and then you go fix it. Um, so yes, it's yeah. A lot of correlations there. Take action, man. You take take action. action. Yeah. Absolutely. But, but what you said there uh, being a website guys, instant credibility. So if you are trying yeah. to say you're an investor and you're like trying to raise private capital for whatever your single family portfolio that you want to build and people are going to, you know, you might give them a business card, you, you know, whatever, but as a, as someone who's raising capital for single family homes, it's not like you're going to have a, a physical storefront somewhere. Hey, come on in. You know, it, it, you're not going to have that. You're going to be able to, you know, you can build a website and have that credibility and then really network using social media. It's a game changer these yeah. days. That's it. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Digital business card guys. I mean, it's, it's something so smart to have. So, so tell us, you know, how were you able to start making money, you know, from your websites? Because you mentioned, right. I mean, you're doing the national guard. That's kind of your, you know, your thing for retirement, but it allows you to continue to do your primary job, which is, you know, building these websites and running these websites. So how are you making money off these? Hmm. Matt, that's a great question. And there's, there's about a hundred ways you can do it <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's like asking the question, how do you make money on real estate? Right. Yeah. And you could probably give me 20 different ways right off the top of your head yeah. right now from, from owning property to doing REITs, to doing hard loans, to you mm-hmm. name it, you can find a way. Um, so it's one of those things where if you start digging in, you start pulling that thread, you get curious, you learn how other websites are making money and you find out uh, different ways to do it. Um, even though there's a hundred different ways, you don't have to use all of them. You find the one or two or three that complement your business and your interests and your model and you leverage those. So to answer your question for me, it's things like banner ads or display ads, mm, things where yeah. people click on a link and they go somewhere and I can get a paid per click or mm-hmm. you can get a referral where if somebody signs up for a product or service or they buy something, then I get a referral fee off of that. For example, if you go to Amazon from, you know, one of my websites, then uh, you go buy a book or something, I might make 3% of that sale. So 30 cents off a $10 book, that doesn't add up, 
by itself. But if you do that a hundred times, now you start talking about a little bit of money. Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. then when you do that on a bunch of different pro- products and programs and different things, then it, it adds up. Uh, there's private sponsorships, newsletters, uh, sponsored posts, uh, social media promotion. There's tons of ways you can do it. You don't have to do them all. Like I said, find the one that complements your business and, and your interests and go from there. Yeah. And I think uh, if someone is looking to start a website uh, and it's kind of like starting <clears throat> any business that you want to start, I would say it's all about adding value. How can you figure out who you want to serve and then figure out how you can add value to that person's life, that ideal client's life. And a lot of the times when you're starting out, it's going to be something like a blog or a vlog or a YouTube channel or something like that where you're just adding value. And it seems like that's what you did with military wallet where you, you know, you got, you, you got out of the military and you stopped getting your BAH, you stopped, you know, getting your DFAS checks and you're like, Oh crap, I got to like pay for health insurance. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) Like there's a lot of things, but you were smart enough, Ryan, to know that, Hey, there might be other people who are struggling with this right yeah. now, maybe let's where, let me build a form and I could bring these people together. And that's how, that's how it all starts guys. That's it. Yep. I mean, that's, that's exactly how it was. I didn't know. I knew you could make money online, but I started in early 2007. There weren't uh, major websites or blogs teaching you how to do it. It, um, I figured at some point I'd make some money, but that wasn't my number one goal. My goal was to keep myself accountable, share what I learned, learn a new skill um, you know, if you're learning a skill, you can never go wrong, whether you're, you're turning it into a business or whether you're turning it into a hobby. Uh, this, this podcast, for example, like uh, when you guys started it, did you know it'd be how big it is right now? Probably not. No, nope. it, it started out a ship. Technically, it technically started out in the sandbox. But, uh, but jumping in and, and you're doing it and you're learning these new skills. And even if, if it never blows up and gets big, you're going to become a better thinker and a better communicator and a better speaker. So if you can align your skills with the opportunity to grow, then, you know, it kind of doesn't matter um, what the out- outcome is. It's the process. Right. And if exactly. you follow the right processes, same thing with, with investing, you follow the right processes, you're going to come up, you're going to have good outcomes. Yeah. I love that. It's all about the process guys. Yeah. It, you know, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Um, Ryan, can we talk about what, when, when, when we talk about personal finance and military, what is that like one thing that you see over and over and over again, that one mistake that, um, you know, people in the military or maybe they're getting out or they're, they're seeing, uh, or they're doing with, with their finances that you might be able to help them with. Yeah. The biggest thing I've, I've seen over and over again, and it extends beyond the military, but it's more prevalent, especially among uh, kind of the younger sing, um, single folks is living paycheck to paycheck or living beyond your means. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you guys all knew the guy in the barracks who had that $30,000 car and, uh, you know, could afford his car payments, his insurance and, mm. and gas and a cell phone and, and maybe couldn't afford anything else. Right. You know, um, don't be that guy. And, but beyond just the barracks, it's other aspects of your life. You know, it's uh, making sure that, at, you know, you pay yourself a little bit first so that you mm-hmm. always have something set aside so that when something like this happens, the COVID-19 crisis is big right now. A lot of people are struggling and, you know, it's not their fault that 30 million people in the last six weeks are, are unemployed. Right. You know, nobody could predict that. But if you have money set aside, then maybe you're able to survive three, four, five, six months without that. Um, 
So that's my big thing. I always tell people, save money, put it aside, have a big emergency fund because you never know when something's going to happen. It could be an illness. It could be unemployment, a pandemic. I mean, that's nobody predicted this. Uh, mm-hmm. Not in this form at this time, right? You could you could say, oh, it could happen one day, uh, but anything could happen. You know, a medical emergency, family emergency, you name it. So that's the big thing I see over and over again is people living for today, and and, and I'm not even saying live live for your you know when you turn 60 and, and only say for retirement. I'm just saying have six months or three months or something set aside so that mm-hmm. if you have to, if you if you hit that big emergency you're covered and you don't have to deal with all that stress. So that's, that's the right. biggest thing I see. That's huge. Yeah. I love what you said there. And it almost sounded like you were going in a direction too. It's like you, you want to live for today, but you forget about tomorrow. Right. So you're yeah. just throwing all of your eggs in this basket. It's almost like that, that phrase, that catchphrase that everyone, you know, has been saying, or maybe they said, wow, I haven't heard it in a while, but YOLO, right. You only live <laughs> once. Yeah. Let me, let me go get this baller car right now, or this like baller Jeep and, yeah. and start riding around and just forget about the fact that, Oh, Hey, I have other things that I need to pay for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and well, we talk about it all the time on the show and, and just in general, in like our, uh, in operation Adam and stuff, it's uh, the post deployment charger, how to avoid, you know, you come, you come back from downrange with these, you know, this fat tax free money and you're like, mm. and there's, you know, there's like three dealerships right outside the gate. They know, you yeah, know, they know. They <laughs> like know. outside of, outside of Hunter and Savannah, there was a BMW dealership, like right outside the gate, BMW, Hyundai dealership and one, oh, a Mercedes, uh, like yep. right out the gate. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, that's smart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, had, we had a guy, um, he was an E4. He came back from, he had gone on like three deployments, came back and bought a brand new truck, but he had half of it down payment cash traded in his other truck, uh, negotiated the price, had lower insurance rates. So it wasn't a terrible decision. Uh, he could afford the payments and he wasn't, you know, just car poor. Mm-hmm. And there was another guy brand new. I think he was a one striper. So E2. Yeah, mosquito wings. I don't think <laughs> E3 yet. He saw the truck, liked it, took a taxi to the dealership yes. and paid full sticker price. Didn't oh, no. no. He had no credit. Man. So his, his interest rate was almost 20%. What? And by, I'm not kidding you. It was like 19 something percent. percent on a car Damn, payment? Man. On a oh, car payment. Lord. It is. And oh uh, he had a it couple happens. tickets. He was still younger. He was under under the age of twenty one. So you know, uh, first start first starting was coming coming knocking on his door real quick. <laughs> you know, it's by the by the time it was done, he could literally afford his car payment, his gas, a cell phone, and like Taco Bell once once a, a month. You know, it was it was sad because if he would have just talked to any one of us, we would have mm. said no. Just like wait six months until yeah. you get a promotion. Uh, see what your credit, look into this. Don't buy this brand new one. Buy one that's three or four years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're not telling people not to have fun or enjoy yourselves, but like be responsible. And he was brand new and all the financial courses that you have when you, you go through basic or tech school and you get to your base, they're, they're half hour seminars, right? It's oh, yeah. financial and, and, and everyone's sleeping through it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're so tired, but mm-hmm. it, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I saw that and you know, a little part of me died inside. Yeah. yeah. And he was struggling for a long time with that. And it's not like you can just return it. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I've seen that. And when I, when I see things like that, it just, I want to tell help. I want to help people. You know, I just don't <laughs> want them to make those mistakes. 
Yeah, I mean, you want to, and, and you do whatever you can, right? I mean, it's unfortunate that there is a lot of red tape too while we're in the military. Yeah. So it's, oh, yeah. it's kind of hard for you to do it on the scale that you want to, but, um, but even still, you know, you do it a little bit here, a little bit there. And guys, if you're listening to this and, you know, you're on the same wavelength as this, you know, every one person, right? Every one sailor, airman, soldier, Marine, whatever the case, right? Coast Sentinel. Is that, what the, is, that, is that what the Space Force is calling them? Is that what they're calling themselves? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't I heard know. that. I don't even know. <laughs> Sentinel. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah. whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever. But just one person. Just teach one person and, and hope that they will teach another person or tell them to teach another person, right? Just like, just make that change because it's so important. And, and, it, and it's so sad when we see a lot of these, you know, these folks out there getting 20% interest rates That's crazy, on a car man. payment. That like, is, who, what 20% human interest being, on anything is crazy, but like, yeah. <laughs> but what, what, like what kind of human being do I would, you have to I would be pay to hard money in like 20%. Like, oh oh yeah. my God. So, yeah. You know, so it's, kills he, he, he was a mark. They saw him coming before he even got there, you know? Uh, anyway, those, those are, you're spot on, man. If, if you can, help anybody prevent those from being in those situations. Absolutely. Yeah. Do what you can spread the word. So and, and I, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Kevin. No, yeah. no, I was just gonna say, I love the advice where you pay yourself first. Cause that's yeah. such a, an amazing principle that everyone kind of forgets. Cause everyone's right. we're taught, you know, to pay our bills first. Well, you gotta mm-hmm. pay your bills. And but if you think about it, if you flip that on its axis and you say, I'm going to pay me first and then I'm going to pay my bills but because I'm paying me first, I'm putting that in savings or I'm putting that in a 401k or I'm putting that somewhere where it's growing. And oh, by the way, I have enough money to pay my bills, but you know, it's not pay your bills first and then whatever else is just frivolous spending. No, you know, don't do that. And a lot of people yeah. really fall into that trap. Hey everybody, this is Adam Labar. Tim and I created the Military Multifamily Academy and Mastermind to bring together all of our knowledge and experience with multifamily investing to every one of you guys out there. And we want to share all of our experiences. One of the things that I struggled with was I got really educated and struggled taking action. It wasn't until I became a part of a mastermind and pushed myself forward with a group of like-minded individuals that I was finally able to buy my first property and then continue to buy more and more after that. With all the accomplishments and everything that the ADPI team and ADPI Capital team has done, there was a time when we had no idea what we were doing and we had no idea who we wanted to become. Personally, there was a time when I was so broken, I thought I was done and I thought I would have been no good to anyone. And then there was something revolutionary that happened. I decided to invest more in myself and work with paid coaches and mentors. This is why we put together the Multifamily Academy and Mastermind. We want you to join the ranks of us and other action takers. The waitlist is open today and our launch is about to commence for a short period of time to a limited amount of people. Join the waitlist now. You, you know, it's a great point. Many entrepreneurs can do their personal finances, but they fall into that trap for their businesses. Their business. So it's important yeah. to pay yourself first in your business as well. Yeah. Now, granted, you got to have that mortgage payment coming and, and all that mm-hmm. if you've got real estate, but you know, you'll figure out what your expenses are and your profits and what kind of margins you have and all that stuff. If you can set it up so that you're setting some of your business revenues aside as well, mm-hmm. because you do need to have, you need to be profitable if you're running a business. So mm-hmm. Uh, in, and as a person, you know, you can flip that on, on its axis too. And you can say, as a person, I want to be profitable. I w- you should run your finances like a business, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of correlations there. So yeah, great point. 
Love that. So, so to that point, let's say someone is, um, you know, getting ready. They haven't bought a house yet, right? They're trying to get themselves ready to do so. Maybe their credit's not so good. Um, and they're sitting on, you know, maybe a, a high, you know, interest rate on a credit card or something like that, right? What are some good uh, things that that person can do to get themselves ready to buy their first home or their first investment home? Yeah. So, uh, that's a great question. The big thing, if you're ever going to buy a house, your interest rate is going to be the make it or break it number for you, right? So the, the better your credit score, the better, the lower your interest rate and the lower your credit score, the higher your interest rate rule of thumb. Um, but yeah, so if you have a low credit score, you're probably not ready to buy a home. Uh, you might think that you are, you might think this is a great investment opportunity, but take a step back and, and ask yourself, am I really prepared financially to make mm. this move? Yeah. Um, what does this look like? You know, right now we're sitting in the COVID-19 crisis and a lot of landlords are dealing with tenants who aren't paying rent. Now that's probably going to be a very temporary situation, but if mm -hmm. you're a business owner, if you have that house, can you afford for two or three or four months to be missed with no recourse. Cause right now in most States you can't evict anybody. So, you know, in a normal situation, you'd be able to do that. You'd only be out one, two, maybe three months. That might not be the case now. So the big question is, am I ready for this investment? Um, it's different if you're, you're investing with different types of real estate, but if you're owning the house, if you are, you have the tenants yourself, it's very different. Uh, as far as improving your credit score, the, bis the biggest thing is making your payments on time every time and reducing the amount of money that you owe. Those are two of the biggest factors. Um, the percentage of credit that you're utilizing is called your credit utilization. That is important as well. So that is, for example, let's say I have a $10,000 limit on my credit card and I have $2,000 that I've charged up. Well, that means I have a 20% credit utilization. I'm only using 20% of my available credit. But if I have $9,000 charged and I have a $10,000 limit and I'm making minimum payments, that looks very different than if I have a $10,000 limit, I charge two grand this month, but I'm paying it off every month, right? right. So there's a lot of factors that go into play there. Uh, but the biggest thing, if you have high interest debt, if you have any debt, try to pay that off. Uh, if you have really low interest debt on a house payment, uh, student loans or things like that, you might not necessarily need to pay those off very aggressively if you have other financial priorities like investing. But, you know, it's, um, I, I guess that's the biggest thing. Really just try to be consistent, making your payments on time every time, and then reducing the total amount of money that you owe. The more that you can do that, the better your, your credit is going to be in the long run. And then as far as being ready to buy a house, that's a whole different topic. Yeah, right. I mean, there are a lot of yeah. things that you need to do to get yourself in the mindset of being a homeowner for sure. Oh, yeah. But, mm -hmm. yeah. but thank you for that, Ryan. That was good, good advice. And, and guys, you know, there are many ways to get into real estate with zero money down, bad credit, no credit, all this, you know, stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you know me, guys. I'm, I'm the creative, you know, king when it comes to house hacking and trying to figure out ways to do this all because I, I started in the same boat. But to, to Ryan's point, you got to get yourself, there has to be a balance and you have to get yourself to the point where you are thinking of not only yourself as a business, but your business as a business. And that starts with understanding good, you know, strong money habits, right? And getting really, really solid with them and, and putting yourself in a good financial position because no one wants to be in the position where COVID happens in a crisis and you're not ready. You're not prepared. 
and you take a big loss on your investment that maybe you can't withstand and now you're either upside down or you have to go into foreclosure because you know covid's happened for now a year and you can't evict your tenant that's not paying anything anything in rent and you don't have the money to afford your mortgage right that's that's not a bad that's not a good situation to be in so you just want to make sure that you get yourself solid be a little conservative right there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with being a little conservative and having that good balance yeah, I think for me, when I when I think about budget and you know being in the military, the the thing that kind of changed the game for me is I, I've always been kind of financially like thinking about money and stuff like that. But uh, when I when I first made a budget and I made a detailed budget on Excel, and I, I'm like an Excel nerd, so I went like full bore into it. And you don't have to do that. There's services out there. I think uh, YNABYouNeedABudget.com. Uh, they have a they have a great one. Um, but it's like a, it's it's like a free thing that you go and sign in, whatever, like mint.com or something. But anyway, uh, you go and create that and you track every dollar that you're spending. And, um, it's cool now. Like I did it on Excel, but right now you can go and use something like mint.com that actually it directly links to your bank accounts and your credit cards and it pulls in everything. You know, you, you have to obviously give it permission, but it pulls in all that information and puts it right in front of your face and said, oh, you had, you spent, you know, a thousand dollars on your credit card uh, and here, here's when your payments do and here's this and it puts all your accounts. I have all my real estate in there. I have mortgage payments in there. It's, it's crazy, but it helps me kind of say like, okay, how much can I pay myself this month? Or how much can I put towards my 401k? Cause I'm still trying to grow that. How much should I contribute to my TSP? All right, cool. You know, and, um, that, that way, you know, you, you're, you're prepared for something like this, like Ryan said. So Ryan, this is, this has been great, man. We're, we're coming close to, to the end here. We have a couple more questions before we get to our bonus round, but, um, but, you know, take us through, take us through maybe one of the most critical things that you think that uh, someone who is either starting out, right. Um, you know, they're trying to get their finances right, or maybe they're in a place where their finances are great. And, they want to make a move on something, right? There's business, you know, digital real estate or, or buying a home. Like what is, what is the, the one critical thing that you think that everyone should know about their money, about their finances and just, and make sure that they focus on it. And that's a broad question. Yeah. It's kind of broad, <laughs> right? I know. I know. Well, I mean, everybody right there that you mentioned is kind of in a different place, right? Mm-hmm. So whether you're starting an investment, you're starting a, uh, maybe it's real estate or you're starting a business or you're trying to get started somewhere. Um, really, I guess because that question is so broad, I would really say to narrow things down, start to think about what's important to you and really narrow your goal, like set a goal. You know, what, what are you trying to accomplish? That's the most, that's the biggest thing. Like if you don't know what you don't know, mm-hmm. figure out what you're trying to know. You know, if I need to get learn educated. about investment, yeah. yeah, get educated, but do it the right way. So if I want to get invested in real estate, I'm going to do a deep dive into probably two or three highly rated books. And I'm going to read those cover to cover. And then I'm going to find somebody, a mentor, and I'm going to ask them uh, enough questions that they're, they're going to get tired of me, right? Uh, if I'm going to be an entrepreneur, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to, I'm going to find a website or forums or, or a book, and I'm going to do a deep dive, and then I'm going to find a mentor. And if it's uh, personal finance or investing, same thing. So I, I guess the thing is define what you're trying to do. Get yourself an education first so you know which questions to ask, 
and then find a mentor who you can ask questions uh, to and then go from there and then rinse and repeat. Uh, because once you start going down that rabbit trail, man, you're going to find so many, uh, you know, side paths and, and uh, different things, but yeah, yeah define mm-hmm. it do your own investigation, do your own research. Don't expect anybody to hold your hand or, or give you things, you know, um, once you have that personal information yourself then find somebody to help you take it to the next level. So that would be my advice. Yeah. I love yeah. that. And I, I think I asked my question wrong, but you, you hit on exactly what I was trying to get. It's that, <laughs> okay. it's, it's that, Hey, I'm sorry. I, I, I had it in my head and I had the direction we were going, but definitely didn't come out there. Right. Guys, I'm sorry. This is this is like coming down from a hike. I had a crazy hike today, so I'm like, I'm not even thinking. Crazy, but <laughs> crazy no, but, hike. But it's great. Like it's you have that common bond. It doesn't matter what position that you're in, whether you're just starting, whether you are, you know, getting to the next level. Right. If there is something that you're trying to do, the most important, critical thing that you have to do is you have to educate yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you have to network. And then take action and rinse and repeat. It's the same stuff that we say all the time with other things, with this real estate investing, whether it's you know stocks, right? Personal finance, it doesn't matter what you know area you're in, it's the same common thread. And Ryan just validated it, guys. Education is number one. You don't do things blindly. Don't go mm-hmm. into it without knowing a little bit about what you're trying to do and find a mentor, right? Or a friend. It doesn't have to be, you know, a mentor. You just find a friend or someone that you can connect with that's doing it, so you can ask them questions along the way and get your rudder corrections, you know, straight, and then do it. Just yeah. make it happen. I, I think, yeah. There's something we, we talked about this before, Mike, and uh, uh, like when finding a mentor, and, and you know, Mike and I know it because we're we're both coaches within the community. But like, we want, I want the student who has educated themselves to the hilt. I want them, I don't want the student who uh, comes to me, you know, I, I want to help, you know, obviously, but for, for me, it's much more like stimulating from, the, for, from the, the educator's perspective where I can say and talk to someone who actually has like, they've read all the books and they, they understand some concepts and they might want a clarification on this. So they might want like an action step here or, or just some, like Mike said, rudder corrections. But if you're looking for a mentor, whether it's in personal finance, web design, entrepreneurship, whatever, study it first. And then find someone because it's going to be way easier to find someone. It's going to be way easier to provide creative value to that person, which is going to make them want to make time for you. Because no matter what you do in life, the, the bigger you kind of get, the, more, the higher off the ground you get, your time becomes more valuable. Absolutely. More valuable in terms of finances and like, you know, you might be worth more money and you'll be wealthy and that's, that's awesome, but also more valuable to you because you probably have things that you want to do. It's your life, you know? So kind of think about like, I I love thinking about personal finance, but then kind of also thinking about it as like, what is my time worth? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and and if you can nail down what your time is worth and that number, it's going to be a moving target. It's going to change. You figure out what your time is worth and then you can figure out, okay, what are the principles to, that I need to master right now? What's the foundational education steps that I need to master right now to capitalize on what that, that value that I assign my time? You know, like mm-hmm. that formula work backwards, guys, you cannot lose. That's it. That's absolutely it. So Ryan, tell us, what are you working on, man? What's, what are some of the next projects for you? What do you got going on? Yeah, uh, man, that's it's kind of always a moving target, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm primarily running three websites right now. I'm um, putting most of my focus into two of them. 
Um, so I'm working on those. And, you know, historically, I've tried to do everything myself. And that's just not been a recipe for us. I've been successful. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. I've been mm-hmm. very successful. Um, but I've tried to manage everything too much. And uh, I, I realized that I've been the bottleneck in my business. Yeah. So uh, what kind I've done is I've, back I've to hired some point. folks. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And part of me thought I have to have all the answers before I just hire somebody and you have to have a lot of them, but you don't have to have all of them. And if you hire the right people, then you, you, they can help you build those processes. So what I did is I hired a coach and she and I built some processes together and just defined what things would look like when I did hire somebody. And I went out and hired uh, two editors, one for each of my main two websites and together we built out some templates, some processes, some procedures, and we're bringing on some writers. And now things are moving without me doing all of the heavy lifting. And I'll tell you, man, it's such a relief. That's great. <laughs> uh, I've been running my websites for 10 years. And the problem is that I was just good enough, just mm-hmm. good enough that I tricked myself into thinking that I can handle it all. And like you're, could, you're, you're like and making money, you're making money, you're making money, and then you just yeah. plateau. Yeah. And well, I've like, been plateaued for the last few years. Yeah. It's been good money, you know. Yeah, I can it's do, good, yeah. Living, but, but, but um, jump into that next level, though. Yeah, I haven't been able to take it to the next level, and it's it's been a big issue. And I've tried hiring people, but I realized I didn't have the processes in place to hire people and hand things off. So that's been a a big. Uh, paradigm shift for me. So I'm sure you guys have talked processes. Uh, if you guys are, are listening and you've, you've got one single family home, you can probably manage it. If you've got two, you can probably manage it. By the time you get to three or four, you're probably barely getting by. But if yeah. you have this little notebook with this list of things to do at all the time and you stay organized and you've got these processes, then the next one you buy, it's not as difficult. And then mm-hmm. if you hire a manager to do these things, then, then now you can go out and buy two or three more and it doesn't change your your, um, your operations that much because you have people who are doing things for you. So that's what I'm working on. Um, a great book is called who, uh, just W H O it's about hiring just talks about, um, like really defining what your processes are going to be and how you're going to hire people and why, uh, that kind of thing. So yeah, build some processes, hire people. That's what I've been working on. I want to grow. I want to help more people. That's, that's the goal. That's I really want to reach more people, help more people. Love it. Absolutely, man. That's it. All right, brother. Well, thank you so much for your time again. We got a bonus round. We got four questions for you. All right, so let's do it. On one hand. So first one, what is your favorite book and or tool that you like to use all the time? Yeah, a book. So uh, you guys are going to love this one. Have you heard of uh, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Boom. Yep. Love it. That Late is night DJ a, voice. Yeah, right. Late <laughs> night DJ voice. What a tremendous book. Um, I listen to the audio book. It's the huh. only time, uh, and I've, I've listened to over a hundred books. It's the only time I've ever listened to one and immediately started it over at the beginning. That's yeah. how much I loved it. Uh, yeah. I've watched YouTube videos with him. The written book is good. It's just tremendous. So anybody who it, it's not just for business negotiation, it's, it's not even just sitting across the table, negotiating a purchase. It's really is about managing life 
and conversations how, how yeah. to deal with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tremendous. That's one of my favorite all time books. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. I can't tell you how many times I've used the mirroring principle, you know, just in everyday conversation. <laughs> Every time he right? talks to me, it, yeah, it's just so awful. The mirroring, <laughs> yeah. mirroring it's just awful, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so mirroring, tell me more. Yeah, mirroring. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Uh, okay, question. Yeah, oh, man, that book is so cool. Uh, I, I feel the same way about, about the Audible version, too, because... Yeah. It like his voice is so perfect and it gives you it like is. these shivers and it just like makes you like want to crush it. We've been, uh, Chris, if you're listening, you need to come on the podcast. Yeah, man. Come on, <laughs> bro. We've been trying to get in contact with you. Podcast. We're, we're, like we're working. We're working it. We're trying. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Pick up, pick up your phone. He turns out he's a tough negotiator. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh uh, my okay. God, bro. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, come on. All right. <laughs> question number two. Who is your biggest hero and why? Yeah, yeah that's a great question. Um, I don't really have a huge, like, famous hero or anything like that. I guess there are uh, people I've looked up to, but uh, I'd probably go back and just say my dad. Um, he's he's a great guy. He always did the right thing for the family. Um, always fun to be around. Great guy. Yeah, I just, I'd go there. Awesome. Love it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Question number three, what do you like to do for fun? Fun. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Build Um, websites. Yeah, build websites. (laughs) I've got a lot. I've got a half a dozen side websites, you know, where you you test something out and you just publish something, let us, you know, see what happens. Um, No, I I spend a lot of time with my family, uh, wife and two daughters. So we spend a lot of time together, but uh, I'm, I'm also a little bit of a musician. So I've got a few guitars and I recently started to do some recording. So that's my, my hobby of the month. So I'll be doing that, nice. putting some tracks down and having fun with that. I love it. That's awesome. That's, that's on my bucket list. Learn how to play the guitar. You can Gotta do it, do man. That. I know. I know. I just, yeah, I need, I just need to need more time. <laughs> All right. Guitar hero. Question. Guitar hero. Yeah. Just Start hit there. the buttons. Uh, <laughs> same thing. Uh, all right. So question number four, uh, we're going to change this one up a little bit, but, uh, if you had three nuggets, uh, for someone that might be either getting out of the military or is in the military and it's like, has like, is knows they've been struggling with their finances and is like listening to this podcast right now. And they're like, all right, today is the day where I turn this ship around. What would those three nuggets be? Yes, that's a great one. Okay, so if if you're looking to turn your ship around, if you will, then again, it's mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to what I said before about picking your destination and educating yourself. So we all have competing priorities, right? So for some people listening, it's I'm in debt and I need to get out. Other people, it's okay, I'm I'm paycheck to paycheck, but there's never enough money. Or the other person's got, hey, I've got 200 extra bucks a month. What do I do with this? How can I make this grow? Like you could be in any one of these situations. None of them are uncommon. They're unique to you at this moment, but you can change that. That person who is in debt, you can get to that point where you're paycheck to paycheck. And then you can get to that point where you're 200 a month extra. And that person is 200 a month extra. You might be 2000 a month extra one day. So really it's, it's to find where you want to be. You know, if, if you're in that debt situation and you want to get out, okay, define it. Okay, how do I get out of debt? Now educate yourself. And if you need an accountability partner, do that. It could be a spouse. Mm-hmm. It could be a friend. Um, Dave Ramsey, as, as much as 
Um, I don't agree with some of his positions on investing. He's tremendous when it comes to getting out of debt. The debt snowball, uh, his Mm -hmm. baby steps, those are all tremendous. So you can look at that. Here's a path. It doesn't have to be – sometimes you just pick a path, right? And then you follow that until you're out of debt. And if you're the paycheck to paycheck and you need to figure out how to get ahead a little bit, pick your path, educate yourself, and figure out how you can get just a little bit ahead. Even if it's one paycheck ahead – Man, I can't tell you, like when I changed that for myself, knowing that I had an extra thousand dollars in the bank if an emergency popped up and I didn't have to wait until the 15th of the month, man, that's just, you know, that is, today's the 12th as we're recording this. And if you're out of money on the 12th and you're waiting for the 15th to hit, I, I know what that feels like. Yeah, but mm-hmm. if you can get to that point where on the first of the month, you, you've already got the 15th of the month, you know, that money's already in your bank account, you can breathe and relax. And then if you got that extra couple hundred months coming in, you're like, well, how can I invest this? So exactly. that's it. It's just pick your destination and figure out how to get there. And you can do that through books, podcasts, YouTube. Um, there's, there's all kinds of Facebook groups and accountability partners and mentor, tons of ways to do it. Yeah. There was probably like 13 nuggets in there, guys, if you're listening to this. So <laughs> we asked for three and Ryan went above and beyond as usual and uh, crushed it. So thank you, Ryan, for, for all of that. Cause it's all just amazing, amazing knowledge. hundred percent, man. How can our listeners get in touch with you, Ryan? Yeah. Uh, best way is through my website. Uh, Ryan at the military wallet.com is my email address. Um, I read every email. I try to answer as many as I can. Uh, the website's got tons of information on military and veterans benefits. There's a contact form on there. I am on social. I'm not super active. I usually use it just for communication with friends and family, but, uh, you can always hit me up. Uh, I might respond. He might, he might on social. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. But if you hit me up via email, that's, that's the best place. That's Um, it, man. Email's the easiest. Love it. Ryan, thank you so much again for your time, brother. This was absolutely amazing having you. Guys, make sure you get in touch with Ryan. If you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure you drop into the show notes page and go check out the links to Ryan and how to connect with him. Uh, The favorite book, of course, Never Split the Difference. And Mm -hmm. if you'd be so kind, leave us a review, right? We know that uh, the more reviews that we are able to have, right, the more people will find us and hear amazing advice with amazing guests. Uh, like Ryan, and uh, just get filled with that inspiration to go out there and make a change, change your life for the better, right? That's, that's what it's all about. Or even yeah. do one better, like Kevin says, take a snapshot of this podcast, a screenshot, and share it, right? And uh, and you never know, man. You never know whose life you may change by doing that. So, hoo-yah. Thanks again, yeah. guys. Catch you later. See ya outstanding that was an awesome episode thanks so much to our special guest and thanks to you for listening if you haven't hit the subscribe button yet make sure you go and do that or schedule a call with us by texting adpi to 444-999 or checking out our website at www.activedutypassiveincome.com to find out how you can get started on your financial freedom journey today i'll see you guys next week